0: Who has the largest selections of DVC resale listings and is the number one DVC reseller in the world? Who has 90% of their listings sell within 30 days with no upfront fees? Who has 95 years of combined Disney Vacation Club experience and has been selling DVC since 1993? Who has over $360 million in sales of DVC? The answer, my friends, is the same for every single question. It's DVC resale market. If you're in the market for buying Disney Vacation Club, or have any questions about DVC, then look no further than DVC Resale Market. Nick, Kevin, and the whole team will do their very best to get you exactly what you need and answer any questions that you might have. Take a look at their website for some great information, their latest listings, or just some FAQs. We would like to thank DVC Resale Market for being part of our team, and now it's your turn. Let them be part of your team when buying DVC. Check them out at DVC DVCResaleMarket.com. Whether it's the first sip of French roast at your Disney resort or the grand finale of a signature dining experience at a restaurant like Le Cellier, Chico, or the California Grill, Joffrey's coffees make Disney memories more magical. Why not savor that Disney vacation just a little bit longer while enjoying a cup of Joffrey's in the comfort of your own home? Visit Joffrey's, the official coffee and tea company of Disney, online today. At Joffrey's.com, Joffrey's Coffee and Tea, a flavor for every Disney memory. When you wish upon a cookie, magical things happen. Wish Upon a Cookie is a New Jersey-based custom cookie company started by professional chefs turned cookie tears. Their focus is to turn your magical cookie dreams into a reality. They offer so much more than a few colors, shapes, and sizes. Wish Upon a Cookie's creations are extensions of your inspiration. Let your imagination run wild when you wish upon a cookie. Visit them online today at wishuponacookie.com and on Instagram, wishuponacookie201. Hi, this is Mike Bursell, voice of the Tomorrowland Transit Authority People Mover and living with the land. Welcome to a voyage of discovery and awareness of the richness, the diversity, and the often surprising nature of the
1: Mickey Dudes podcast. Ohana means family. Family and Mickey Dudes podcast means nobody gets left behind. And now, from the Monsters, Inc. Laugh Floor. It's the Mickey Dudes Podcast. Here's your master of ceremonies, Wazowski. Hello,
2: humans! Hello, humans, and thanks for listening to another episode of the Mickey Dudes Podcast. I will be your host for tonight, Dan Cohen, and joining us this evening from the... Bright, shiny plains of Chicago, Illinois, Tim Schueska. Tim? And from the sunny southern confines of uh, South Florida, Michael Fernandez. Michael, how are you?
1: I mean, it's not as sunny these days as we would want it to be. Uh, <laughs> a lot of rain. A lot of rain.
2: You could send some of that rain my way. It hasn't rained in, I think, literally months in Sacramento.
1: The weird thing is is that like we used to make the joke about the three o'clock shower. Twenty twenty. Twenty twenty being twenty twenty. Um, the three o'clock shower has been like one o'clock, five o'clock. Like it, it changes every day now. So now I can't even set my watch to it, so this it's a pain. What a pain. I
2: just I just wanna know what it's like to have something other than smoke in the sky. That would be nice. So let's get on to our main topic tonight. I call it the if game. And basically, I just came up with a bunch of questions that I'm going to post to you gentlemen, and I'll answer as well. And it's basically an an if you could, or if there was, or if you could only question. And it's always going to narrow it down to the single one thing that answers the question for you. So let's. Are you guys ready to get rolling?
1: Let's do it. Let's All right, do this.
2: All right. Let's uh, let's let's start with an easy one. If you could only eat one item of food at Disney World on every trip for the rest of your life, what item would it would it be? That means that no restaurants, no popcorn. You could only eat if you chose turkey legs. You could only eat turkey legs at Disney World for the rest of your life. What item would it be?
1: Tim, I'm gonna let you go first. <laughs> okay. Um, <laughs>
3: I'm
1: gonna let you go first. Honestly, the
3: the uh, the the Wagyu beef at Tiffins.
2: Oh,
1: all right. <laughs> Might as well go bougie, right? Uh, <laughs> go. Hey,
3: you know what? If, 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 if we're if we're going, we're going big. Yeah, you gotta go. And hey, I'm I, sure it could keep you uh, could I was, keep I was it. That. I would, uh, I'm struggling between that and the wild boar tenderloin at mm. uh, at G- oh, but Wagyu beef, I think, is going to win out on this one uh, by a very narrow margin. <laughs> but uh, just, uh, just the most tender melt in your mouth heavenly experience that i if if i if i only have to eat one thing it's it's going to be you know it's 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 going to be the big one it's going to be a good one i you know I, I i love i love the turkey legs it's always a great thing they you know they're a quintessential part of disney but you know what i've got a local butcher that smokes turkey legs like a <laughs> champ i can do that you know i can i can pop down to their hot counter anytime and snag one of those I can't stop down there and snag Wagyu beef cooked to perfection by the wonderful staff at Tiffin. So
1: that's where I am.
2: That's a great answer. I like that. that. Yeah. Mike, what about you, Mike?
1: Oh, man. Uh, So originally I was going to go, you went all out, man. I was going to go, I I was like, man, nostalgia. Uh, Disney World fries is the only thing, but yeah, I can't, I can't go, I can't follow Wagyu with fries. (laughs) Can do that. No, so uh, actually, some of my wagyu, you can have some. uh, I can have some of your fries. Yeah, if you
2: pair, if you guys hang out together, I'll make an exception.
1: Yeah, we can do some steak for each. We we, the the five ounce steak. I mean, Tim, like, you know, I got a nice little appetite, man. I I can eat some steak. Yeah, that is. So I'm not gonna. You know, I'm not gonna feel. Man, I'm not gonna do that to you. So what I'm gonna do is I'm gonna head over to Morimoto. Oh! I'm gonna get some of those. I'm gonna get those ribs. I thought you were gonna
2: pick my exact answer.
1: Oh wow, Uh, that's a. But you didn't. But
2: it's close.
1: Over 200 restaurants. I think we're in the same ballpark there. Yeah. Um. So I'm gonna man. those, Those ribs have become a staple of like just my family and me and everybody going to Disney World because those things are, like, awesome. So, uh, I love those ribs. So, I'm going to stick with those ribs. And I was going to go fries or I was going to go, like, you know, those quick service uh, hotel cookies mm. that, I, you, know, some, you know, sometimes I sneak away in the middle of the night. I'm going to go for <laughs> a walk and, I, you know, s- snack a couple cookies. You know, I'm in Disney World. The calories don't count in Disney World um but i'm going to go with the ribs sticking, sticking with my gut here going to go with the
2: ribs i like that answer I, and morimoto's is so great um i'm staying at morimoto's for my answer and i'm going with the spicy pork ramen mm, it is i got to
1: try
2: that so good it's not a very good walk around food so i might have to It might be a problem when you're like you know trying to get from one place to the other at Hollywood studios, but somehow magically they'll give you a cup or something in this weird scenario that I've created.
3: Ramen Camelback.
2: Ramen Camelback, where you get like the noodles coming through the straw. Yeah, perfect.
1: Yeah. <laughs> or if you get those new resort mugs that are insulated. Oh, like yeah. The ones, hey! Alright, see? There you go. Walk around with them. It's like resort refill, rapid refill, but you have to wait 30 seconds in between ramen and refill. Rapid <laughs> ramen and refill.
2: that hearty that spicy salty broth it's so good uh highly recommend anybody who hasn't gone to morimoto's is it's really a a phenomenal restaurant
1: great great prices too
2: yeah um yeah very reasonable um all right michael this one i'm starting with you on this one all right let's do it if you were being court interviewed for a job with any disney villain what Disney villain would you most want to work for?
1: Hmm. Okay. So, uh,
2: so think benefits. Think uh, yeah, yeah, I'm thinking, li- likelihood I'm thinking benefits, of being killed by the hero.
1: Huh. I'm going to go with Hades.
2: Oh, good answer.
1: I'm going to go with Hades because Hercules has to let Hades live at the end of the day because that's, you know he's the god of the dead
2: yeah so, he's a god you
1: no know, he's just doing his job so it's not like you're i mean yeah he wanted to release the titans on everybody but <laughs> after that he's just doing his job so i'm gonna go i'm gonna stick with hades hades is you know he's and it's you know uh yeah you know, he, he's a funny guy you know i could toast some more marshmallows on his head <laughs> pain and panics like some cool co- co-workers that i can get into some mischief with and then I get to see those creepy uh, old ladies walking around. That seemed like a fun, like it'll be like the Office.
2: So you're you're picturing like, like, an office, like an office, and like an office-style sitcom, but in the underworld.
1: Yeah, in the underworld. Yep, that's exactly what it is.
2: I uh, I started writing a screenplay after I saw The Incredibles for the first time back in whenever 2004. I started writing a screenplay. I never finished so nobody steal this idea because it's still golden but I wanted to do sort of an office style screenplay uh, of just the henchmen that that like live you know live at the base of a a villain where they're just you know they just all like kind of clock in and out and have little dramas but in the meantime they're fighting the, the the hero all the time and stuff I thought that would be fun
1: fantastic i love that Uh, i I would i would love that and i wish they would do something with that like with the stormtroopers um, oh yeah that's a great idea
2: stormtrooper stormtrooper like speed dating or something
1: yeah just just get inside the the head of the average joe
2: (laughs) exactly uh tim
3: okay uh well uh after careful consideration i am going to interview with yzma oh, okay uh number one you get to hang out with Kronk.
2: yeah he's fun
3: it's, it's easy it, i mean you get to hang out with patrick warburton so judging judging by you know the size good training partner you know you're gonna eat well because you're living in the palace so, you know, that whole question of the food thing earlier as we were talking about, you're taken care of. And you have to defeat John Goodman and David Speed. This is not exactly the uh, the who's who of uh, <laughs> heroes here. You have, to, you have to defeat Pacha and Cusco. I, I feel very comfortable in my chances here. So, uh, Living... Um living under Incan Mayan royalty, uh, you know, digs, enjoying everything I can, uh, hanging out with a very lovable yet stupid, uh, co-henchman. And, uh, you know, just every once in a while, you know, you got to throw Earth to get some attention. I, I, this, this is a life I can accept. I mean, if I, if I have to be a Disney gigolo, so be it.
2: (laughs) Disney (laughs) gigolo. (laughs) I like it. I like these answers. This is great. I go with Scar because I just think it'd be cool to be a hyena. Um, Once you kind of realize that your life doesn't have to be that serious all the time, and you know, you could just. I think I just feel like it'd be nice to live out in the wild and, you know, have a pack. You're immediately part of the pack. I don't know. I just thought it would be fun to work for Scar. He doesn't. He's also easily overpowered. You know, at some point, the all the grasshoppers with Hopper, you know, that's a, a problem. You know, he's so mean and so violent. But, you know, Scar doesn't really do anything. He's just a psychological manipulation. So that's my answer. All right, the next one. Uh, if you could spend a full day with one Marvel character, who would it be? Tim, let's start with you.
3: Hmm. Uh, <laughs> I mean, really, I mean, no question. It's got to be Deadpool.
2: Deadpool, okay. You, yeah, gotta, you don't, you gotta don't gotta the day think that Deadpool. would be, like, uh, a little, uh, you know, possibly dangerous?
3: Oh, I mean, I'm sure there's danger involved, <laughs> but... Uh, the man has a twisted, dark sense of humor, True. Uh, the same as I. Do. Uh, he spends a quality amount of time in a bar, again, another similarity. Uh, we also uh, share a love of uh, fried burritos, chimichangas, mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. very, uh, very, very happy about that. And um, again, I mean, the, I don't have to, with, with a lot of others, I would have to watch my language i would have to keep it pg i would have to keep it disney <laughs> whereas deadpool i don't have to worry about that it's uh it, it, it basically would be like hanging around my Highland games family i mean of a you know generating the typical looks of what is wrong with you people um so yeah um i feel deadpool is a kindred spirit and uh no question uh me and Deadpool are gonna hang out, maybe uh, maybe kill some villains, maybe ride some rides. <laughs> definitely, definitely eat some chimichangas.
2: I like the idea that you're at Disney World with Deadpool, which was not a part of the parameters, but I like that you added it in.
3: Oh, I mean, are you kidding me? I mean, that's this is, this is a man I want to see handle, you know, light a passage. I want to see him handle <laughs> Rise I want to I want to see I want to see the first order talk down to Deadpool, and I want to be there for that. <laughs>
2: I love it. Uh, Mike, what do you have for us? I will us? buy
3: him Yoda years after we're done. Little
2: ba- like, or have like one of those little baby Yoda things, like a toy? You know he'd make you buy him a baby Yoda toy.
3: I'm okay with that. I will buy him a child. That's good.
2: <laughs> okay. <laughs> Mike, where are we at? Who, who are you right. hanging out with?
1: So, after careful consideration, I just like a good laugh. And I'm thinking about Posse too, because he's got to got they got to bring the Posse. Okay. And and I'm going with Ant Man. Oh. You know, a little little Paul Rudd action, uh, and, and he brings his friend that talks really fast that tells all the good stories. Michael
2: Pena, yeah.
1: Yeah, Michael Pena. Yeah, there we go. Okay, I, um, the name was. Like, I can't remember what his there. character's
2: name is though.
1: Yeah, that's. So I'm thinking, you know. If we're going to the parks, he's gonna kill some time on those on those lines, you know, telling some neat stories about how he knew a friend and we knew a friend who knew a friend, (laughs) and oh man, I'm just gonna be, I'm kicking it with them. And then you know what we're gonna do? He's gonna use his 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 pin particles to, we're gonna go to like, uh, Shula's or to um, over to Yachtsman Steakhouse, and he's going to shrink us, and that 32 ounce steak is going to be a hundred thousand pound steak and we're going to take it on as little tiny ant people it's going to be awesome we're going to make food we're going to save so much money because we're going to make food giant and large <laughs> it's going to be awesome one
2: fry last you your whole trip
1: one, one fry that cookie is going to be like seven million calories
2: <laughs> the size of a volkswagen
1: exactly i like That's it this is brilliant
3: good call man yeah i've literally yeah. never thought of
2: that before but Really, that's what the pin Particle should be always, right? Is just shrinking food and expanding food.
1: And then as we're leaving, uh, Park has to be closed. And maybe like a day that Spaceship Earth's not open, throw a little PIM Particle at Spaceship Earth, put it in my pocket. You're going to steal Spaceship, spaceship Earth? Earth? I'm stealing Spaceship Earth. You know, kind of like, you know, Gru when he takes the moon. I'm taking Spaceship Earth. <laughs> or, you know, something. I just want a souvenir. a Nice little souvenir. Okay. Um, it
3: starts out hanging out with Ant-Man and turns into Lex Luke Steal Stealing...
1: <laughs> st- stealing I- icons. So when, when you come over to my house and you see my, my monorail setup up, you're like, oh man, your, your spaceship is so cool. It's like, yeah, that's the real one.
2: I... Uh, <laughs> wow, that model is so realistic. Uh, <laughs> I, I think I would go with Rocket. I think I would hang out with Rocket for the day. I... In much the same way, I, I do have a, a little bit of a foul mouth and uh, Rocket wouldn't care. I could get into Mischief with Rocket. I could I could help you guys steal Spaceship Earth. Oh, uh, we could... I, actually, if you really think about it, our trio would be really one of like the most fun like six-pack of people walking around you could get. You got us, you got Deadpool, you got Rocket, you got uh, Scott Lang slash Ant Man, it's that's a plus. All of his little entourage. Would I get the gal, the Guardians? I'm gonna mm-hmm. say yes. I'm gonna say I get yeah. at least Groot.
1: Entourage, yeah, at least at least Groot. Yeah, yeah, Groot has to be part of that.
2: And and Tim, you would get T J Miller, I guess.
1: <laughs> I I can deal with that. Okay.
2: Yeah. This is good. I love it. All right. Let's move on to the next one. All right, this is gonna be a tough one. And this is for life. If you could only ever visit one Disney park, so not just for one trip, not just for one day, but for life, what trip, what park are you going to? And let's, Mike, let's start with you.
1: Uh, I, oh. I'm just gonna have to go Epcot. I, I think that apcots become beyond just like rides and stuff for for myself my family my wife it's become more of a place to go and escape and just walk around grab a couple drinks have a nice dinner um, like it's just like kind of like uh, what an outdoor mall is to some people it's become like a place for us to escape to um, i think epcot's like the place to be for us uh i mean i would say magic kingdom but at the same time i don't know how long those rides and stuff will do it for us you know but i know epcot forever that at least world showcase will 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 have a a place in my heart and it's the one that's going to be the most different in five years maybe
2: Mm -hmm. hopefully yeah
1: so I think that would be kind of cool. Uh, Magic Kingdom doesn't. I don't see much change coming other than Tron. Uh, Hollywood Studios is still like the size of like
2: postage stamp.
1: Yeah, exactly. So it's like if you wanted to get a good like workout and walk around, it's not good. And Animal's great, but I don't see many other attractions coming to Animal. So I'm gonna go with I'm going with Epcot, the one with the most potential coming up.
2: Now, could you? Would you be happy with never ever being able to experience Tron?
1: I can live with that. Okay, I, I know that. Guardians coming.
2: I know that our colleague, uh, our fellow dude Steven, would be uh, very upset if he missed Tron.
1: Yeah, I, 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 I would too in my heart, but at the same time, I, I got Guardians coming. Okay. I don't think I can miss out on Guardians, and I don't think I can miss out on going to Rosencrown or Cava mm. Tequila. And, you know, grab you definitely lunch.
2: have the best food options at at Epcot. Te-
1: yeah, Teppo Eden. And oh, yeah. I don't know if I can miss out on those things.
2: All right, Tim. Where you got?
1: I, I
3: <clears throat> excuse me. I'm a sucker for nostalgia. I, I can't help it. I got to go Magic Kingdom. Hmm. Uh, I, I realize that yeah, the, there's the least amount of possible change there, but being being a Walt junkie, knowing that I mean his it's modeled after Disneyland, knowing that it's that his own personal hand was in that, you know, the firehouse, the you know the apartment of you know the you know where the apartment would have been above the firehouse, you have. Main Street, modeled after Marceline, Missouri, which I've been to, which is amazing. Uh, it's, you know, the, the Jungle Cruise, all the rides that he took to the 64 World's Fair, Carousel of Progress. I mean, Gene Shepard narrating it. It's the Hall of Presidents. I mean, it's just, it's such a piece of Americana. Um, my, you know, my, my nostalgia, my, my nostalgia and history nerve are both touched on it. And I... I I don't know if i could let that go i don't know if Mm. i could ever not walk through and see you know you know just just see see all the you know all of all of the glory that walt kind of culminated in creating what we have in front of us today and how he came up with that vision 70 years ago
2: that's crazy to think
3: about it's such a forward mind, and I, I couldn't give that up. Uh, it's, and I mean, yes, I mean the food options aren't nearly as awesome as they would be at Epcot, but I mean, you know what? I've got the Liberty Tree Tavern, I've got the Crystal Palace, I've got Br Guest, I've got the Plaza, I've got Skipper Canteen. There's, you know, there's, the the options have grown exponentially. And also, you know what? If I just want a plain old burger and fries, I can be serenaded by the one and only Sunny Eclipse.
1: Oh, yeah.
2: I think that's a great answer, Tim. It's hard to argue with either one of you guys. Um, But I'm going to go with the Animal Kingdom. I, I just really love the way it... It's the one place where it just feels like so completely transporting to me, where you're just not even in a like a, a real place. You're just in this sort of new world. Um, I, I don't care that much about the Pandora element, but there's just nothing more satisfying about walking through, you know, Asia and Harambe. And uh, I love just kind of like killing some time, just enjoying the, the scenery. It has the best uh, picture spots from my perspective and it has great restaurants. I mean, Tim, your Wagyu beef is at Tiffin's. Uh, I like Flame Pre-Barbecue quite a lot. Um, I, there's a Rainforest Cafe there if you want to get you know hammered uh, and get confused inside Yakin of Yeti a... a Yaki, y- Yakin' Yeti yeti's great. Yakin' Yeti is great. So, I, I... And I also just love Safari. I think it's the most unique theme park experience uh, in America. I just... I just love it, so I would be really sad to give up all of those other places. But you know, these are the choices that we make in the if in the if game. So uh, I'm going with the animal kingdom. Okay, so
3: it was uh, it was a little rough to give up animal kingdom on my part, but I mean, it's especially because of the family in uh, Grill Falls. But oh yeah, you know, I, I I got my
1: memories. They're all a little tough to give up, to be honest with you. It is. They, they are. It's, God, it, that's it, even even as much like uh, as much as I talk about studios sometimes it, it's still it's still studios and I, I still love it I, I just right now I I, I don't see my, myself going to studios as often because of how crazy packed it's getting and how small it is
2: I, it used to be my favorite park when I was a kid. I, I loved I loved it. Great movie ride. It was my favorite ride. I still haven't ro- ridden uh, the Mickey and Minnie's Runaway ra- Runaway Railway, but uh, yeah. I I just I couldn't give up I couldn't give up on uh, on the Safari. All right, <clears throat> if you could only use one resort, including meals for. For the rest of your life, so one hotel. So you can't stay at the Polynesian and have dinner at Narcoustis. You can't stay at the Wilderness Lodge and uh, take the monorail from the contemporary. Um, You have to pick a resort. Now you can still go to the parks and you still eat at the parks, but you're picking a resort and the only resort you can enter or leave is... That one, which one would you choose? Um, why don't we start with uh, let me start with Tim.
3: No question, easy one for me, Animal Kingdom Lodge. Um, <clears throat> number one, own private Savannah. Number two, two of the best restaurants on property, Sanaa and Jiko. Uh, Boma, Zebra Domes, Zebra Domes, Zebra Domes. Uh, and not to mention some fantastic dishes and soups there. Uh, mm-hmm. Victoria Falls Lounge, amazing place to have a drink and uh, you know, a, a small bite. Uzuma Springs Pool Bar, still one of my favorite things. I still, uh, my wife and I took our engagement trip down there in 2003 and I still remember, it was on Thanksgiving, the wife was getting a massage and I was sitting in a pair of swimming trunks and a tank top watching the Thanksgiving Day games in 72 degree, you know, weather, sun shining on my back and, you know, a cold beer in my hand. I will never ever forget that. Uh, <clears throat> and it's, it is to me, I, and especially walking in, it, it feels so welcoming, it feels so warm, it feels so inviting. And also uh, Zawadi Marketplace, their, uh, their gift shop, they're still in there one of my favorite uh one of my favorite stores on property not even just like resort gift shops but very much on par with uh to me like the that and the boutique at uh polynesian are two of the best mm. uh, two of the best gift shops you will ever find in any resorts and sometimes even in the parks
2: it's a great answer you, you you may have actually swayed me on mine here tim uh but mike why don't you uh where, where where are you staying?
1: This is really tough. Because it, it's either you you sacrifice um, your favorite theming for your favorite restaurants, or, you know, vice versa. Yep. So I'm going to go with the Poly. And, and, and it sucks because I'm, I'm sacrificing like my, my, my go-to all-time favorite restaurant, which is, you know, Cali Grill. I'm sacrificing top of the world lounge too. So it's like, you, you, you gotta start, you know, you make your little sacrifices here and there, but I overall, like I can't not do, especially with the 50th coming around, it was between the contemporary and the poly. And you got to have that contemporary, you got to have that poly and just like, you know, be able to s- see that nostalgia, especially like now poly going to get that redo in the front and the rooms are going to get the redo.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Uh you know, the D- I haven't stayed DVC at Polly, but I've heard that the rooms are, are nice. I, I heard they're very comfortable. Um, and then just looking at what they have to offer, Kona is probably one of my favorite breakfast spots on Walt Disney World property, other than Whispering Canyon. Kona is one of the best uh, breakfast uh, lunch. Uh, I can I could take uh, Kona lunch, give or take. Uh, Kona Island sushi is fantastic. Uh, then you go over to Ohana, which, you know, Ohana is a Walt Disney World staple. It's one of the hardest reservations to get on property. Um, and then you can do the room service uh, over there uh, at Ohana, and you get one room service price or whatever, and it feeds, like, your entire family. <laughs> um, then uh, Captain Cook's Captain – uh, Captain, Cook, Captain Cook's uh, – Captain Cook's – Captain Cook's – has probably one of our favorite as a like me and my wife favorite like thing to get it's the those pulled pork nachos over there at captain cooks oh, and they, they got a they got a really good man it's a very small quick service but those they, pulled they, pork they,
2: nachos are so good
1: so good and, yeah
2: with the
3: pineapple
1: only place you can get a dole whip the dole whip you can get a dole whip without, remember i gave up magic kingdom so i gotta keep my dole whip oh that's, there you go i like you it know and then uh, you got, and just like Tim uh, Tim was talking about the bars and stuff, uh, I'm a big I'm a, I'm a big Walt Disney World bar person. So you have uh, their pool bar, which the name ex- I've never been so because it's you know gated, it's locked. Yeah. Uh, but they got a really cool pool going there, and that bar's got to be awesome. Um, but and you Trader have Trader Sam's. You have Trader Sam's. You have Trader Sam's. The outside terrace with the ukulele, which I hope is still there. You have Tambu, which Tambu is like become like a like a hit with like the Disney community. With like the Lapu Lapu, the Backscratcher, fantastic bar over there at Tambu, and you have the spirit of Aloha Dinner Show, which I've never done. So that's another added bonus you have there. Um, I, I think that Polly's is just such a good place to just, and, and it's, it's so relaxing. Like, just sitting in the, the lobby of Polly is just one one of the most relaxing things.
2: Ah, man, you guys are killing me because these are my two choices. These are the... It's, I was... It was a toss-up for me between the two of these, so... I feel like I'm gonna have to go with one of them, and I, I don't want you guys to take it like your argument... Your arguments have made it even harder, potentially... I own DVC at Polly, so I'm very I'm the most familiar with it there, and I, I agree that the the rooms are very comfortable, and I love it there. I the convenience to the Magic Kingdom, um, you can get the transportation stuff. It's just such a great spot, and the food is great. But I, I think I might have to go with Animal Kingdom Lodge. I the restaurants are what put me over the top. The boma is my favorite restaurant on property and it has been for quite a while i think Sana is so good gico is great oh man I, I think i'm going animal kingdom lodge for all the reasons that you said tim it the, the theming is great you have the the continuity with my love for the safari ride i i just i'm going with animal kingdom lodge but that is a tough choice especially considering of my and, and and if, if Pat listens, I, my apologies, Pat, for betraying our our Poly DBC roots. But I'm going at A K L.
3: I you can't lose with either one of those. That's because I mean, honestly, Polly was my That's second smart. choice, and especially like what Mike was talking about, Kona Kona Islands uh, sushi. Yeah. That, that was that was our last deal on property this last time. We uh we went over to Kona Island and we got sushi and poke bowls because I cannot i could not visit disney without hitting their sushi and getting a press pot of uh kona coffee
1: oh man and that pre- that press pot of kona coffee uh we we grabbed some yes. like right right before we get on that monorail or like just like especially uh a long night of uh trader sam's or a long afternoon of trader sam's or Tamboo. grab a little cone of coffee and uh, man that just it-, it hits the spot there and and my thing with with Honestly, I, Animal Kingdom Lodge is up there for me too, because Animal Kingdom Lodge has become slowly one of my favorite resorts and my wife's favorite resort. Um, and I've said it on the show before, and I've gotten a lot of flack for it. I I did not enjoy Sana'a. I I, I I don't I didn't have a good experience at Sanat I didn't like it. Bread mm-hmm. service was fantastic. So like my thing with Sanat is that I'll just go to the lounge and I'll have bread service and I'll I'll drink. But Mara is probably one of my favorite quick services in a hotel.
3: Yes. Mara is awesome quick service, man. And a lot of room. Very spacious.
1: It's open till like 3 o'clock in the morning, so you can grab a late night. That chicken, they have a chicken sandwich there. It's like this like chicken sandwich on like a hoagie bread. I think the last time I stayed at, at, uh, at Animal Kingdom Lodge, we were on dining plan, uh, and they messed up our dining plan, and they gave us an extra like three... Uh, quick service meals i had like six of those chicken sandwiches like you would have thought it was like the popeye's chicken sandwich to me like i i destroyed that <laughs> thing and we only stayed for two days mind you so i had six chicken sandwiches in two days so the, it was a it was a problem but my right, eyes, i don't know i don't see a problem here at all <laughs> <laughs> you're not going to get an
2: argument from us about chicken sandwiches
1: no it's 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 Man, that's it's a tough one because I haven't done Jico, I haven't done Boma. I, I've heard some great things, but everything is man, man. That Animal Kingdom is just it's a beast, man. I love that. I love that resort.
2: Right on. All right. Uh, I think we have time for maybe two more of these. Um, all right. This is uh, this one's a little bit weird. So just uh, you know, if you could wield one weapon from Marvel, Star Wars or any Disney universe movie or game, what weapon would you wield? Who who uh, who started the last one? Uh, we'll go Mike will go with we'll go with you on this one.
1: Um, hmm I think the obvious answer here is this. The, the lightsaber, but I'm not gonna go with lightsaber. I'm, <laughs> I'm gonna, I'm gonna go left field here. Okay. Um. Whew. I'm gonna go King Triton's trident. Yeah. I don't nice. Know. Might as well, right? I, I, don't. I, he doesn't really like. uh I just like the the fact that on the ride he uses it to do fireworks, and the fact that like it, it, when we get that close up on on that attraction, that man's yoked man has been hitting the gym, like, so I feel like you have to be like, like a god to be yielding that thing. So like shooting lightning out of it, you know. I think that's pretty cool. It's a cool little weapon, and who, who doesn't want to like remember that scene in Anchorman? I threw a triton, you know, like, who doesn't want to have a triton? Like everything else is super cool, but dude, a Triton's a triton, and his name's Triton. Triton, like, I, I I'm, I'm gonna go with Triton. All right.
2: Okay. I like it. (laughs) That definitely is out of left field. I would have never in a million years thought of that one. So good job, Tim. How about you? Where are you going?
3: Uh, I can't help it. I'm going with the obvious answer. I was born in 1977. It's been my entire childhood. Everybody wanted to be Luke Skywalker or Darth Vader i have a dog named lando Calruffian. i'm going lightsaber all day long
2: all right i, uh, I, are I there's are nothing kidding? wrong with that answer i mean it's yeah i,
1: I couldn't take it away from uh, you i knew you were going there so uh, i had a gift to you. <laughs> i i it's i mean ri-
3: rise of the resistance riding that and seeing everything just culminate i mean and so this this is where Disney, I mean, even even the mistakes they are making right now, this is where Disney still is inherently genius, is when, when we were younger, our parents, they hit them in the childhood with all of the things they grew up with. They hit them with the classic animation. You saw, you know, the seven dwarves, you saw Peter Pan's ride, you saw the country bears, you saw all these... All these things that reminded them of their childhood. Well now that we are that age where we're the ones with the disposable income. We're the ones that are coming coming around. Now they're giving us these things. We're you know, we're being rescued, you know, we're being rescued by, you know, resistance fighters, we're being rescued by X Wings. We're 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 on an escape pod running through Star Destroyers in between the feet of adats. I mean I got off that ride. I needed a hug after I was done with that ride. All of the feels after. I mean, I, I had an ad at when I was little. I mean, are you kidding me? I remember seeing the Imperial Walkers going to see. You know, these movies. I was that that lightsaber. That lightsaber is my generation. I mean, me being uh, you know on the back end of a Gen Xer. I that's that, that's mine. I mean. Star Wars literally started the year my wife and I were born and has culminated into this vast empire and now is owned by our other favorite and our other favorite entity, Walt Disney. And yeah, I love it. Give me a, give me a lightsaber and let me walk through the food and wine festival. And you know what? I'll create my six, six feet of distance.
2: (laughs) I, uh, I admit that I came up with this question with the lightsaber in mind it's it is arguably the most iconic science fiction weapon in history maybe even object one of the most you know uh, along with like the the ring from lord of the rings it, it's just iconic i'm going to go with another iconic weapon i'm going with stormbreaker uh thor's replacement to mjolnir and uh I just think it's cool. I mean, it's a magical weapon that can tell you if you're worthy. And uh I just think it's cool. I mean, what else can it's in invulnerable, it's powerful, it can do all kinds of stuff, it's an axe and a hammer together. It's it's just cool. I mean, there's nothing else to say about it. I feel like if I could wield it, which obviously in this case I would be able to, uh, it says something about you as a person that you can you're carrying this thing around not to mention the fact that it's like got the same heft as like a, a neutron star or something so that's my that's my answer uh, we got time for one more why don't we go with if you could only ride one ride at Disney all day for a single day Now this is not, you can only ride one ride ever again, but if you had to go for a full day, open to close, rope drop to close, and you were only permitted to ride one ride, and you had to ride it as often as possible with the exception of bathroom breaks and meals, what ride are you going with Tim?
3: Well, uh, I'm going to go ahead and take a page out of your book, Dan, and I'm going to ride Kilimanjaro safaris.
2: Love it, love that.
3: Because it it's going to be different every time. Absolutely. I mean, you're you're they're they're live animals. They're not you know some they're not coming out on cue. They're not going to be they're not always going to be up on a rock. They're not always going to be sleeping. They'll they'll be walking around. They'll, different times of the day, you're going to see different types of behavior. Uh, and not to mention, uh, you're talking about, you know, a, a good, you know, a good long ride, too. It's not like you're, uh, you know, zipping through that in like two and a half, three minutes and you're off. This, Peter Pan's uh, this Flight. Is, this is going to have... I'm sorry?
2: Like Peter Pan's Flight. You'd have to ride that 800 yeah. times.
3: Yeah. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> <I'm>, uh, <laughs> let's, let's just go ahead and pencil Chuck in for that, since he, we all know he loves Peter Pan's Flight. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> But, uh, I mean, it just it, it's going to be different. Uh, you know, it's also, it's right there on Harambe Market. I mean, it's right there in Harambe. So, I mean, you have very tasty food options. Very, very close. Dawa Bar is very close. The Bloody Marys aren't as good as they used to be, but they are so good. Boozy Dole Whips. You, uh, you really have everything you need right in that little area, uh, it, which is why I could easily see why you chose Animal Kingdom as your park, Dan. Oh, thanks. Um, Oh no! It, it' fantastic. Honestly, if if not if not from the nostalgia, Animal Kingdom all the way for me. Uh but it's uh I I feel like Kilimanjaro Safaris is where it's at for me.
2: Awesome! I love that choice, uh, Mike. What do you think?
1: Uh, this is because that that's that's awesome. Like I didn't process that. Like that that's a really good answer. Well, one you don't have to repeat, but I'm gonna go with. I'm going to go with something fairly new man. I'm gonna I'm gonna go with Rise. Just because uh I just I feel like there's it, it's like that the reason why we can ride like Mansion and Pirates so many times is because there's always something new to see, right? The last time I rode Mansion, like I was like, Well, oh, I've never noticed that before." Like there's always something new and I feel like with Rise uh throughout the the years that we're we're going to be riding it, we're going to start seeing new elements right like new background things Damn. new new things happening in the in the uh, in the backstories. like so i i feel like it'll be a good experience to write it and, and it's three rides in one so i think like you get kind of a bonus there you get that pre-show which is awesome right we get to, to analyze that pre-show i mean it doesn't have a great queue so you don't get a great queue involved in it. and plus you know you to take advantage of the fact that I don't have to virtual queue it. I don't have to get involved with the whole like process of the virtual queue. Um, but then you get that second, that, the second pre-show with the, the, the spaceship, which is awesome. That that's a really cool experience. You get to, then you get to watch it from different angles. Because if you watch the back screen, it's a different story, like you know, different point of view. You watch the front screen, and there's different screens on the front screen, like uh, monitors and stuff like that that you can pay attention to um you know maybe you get lucky and you get to see like the Kylo Ren uh animatronic or you get to see the other uh the screen one you know there's so many different chances that you can get a different storyline here i mean i know it, uh, it's not meant to do that that's just like backup if it breaks down but i mean which is you know we have that issue so you're going to get it so you have that opportunity and and i get hollywood studios is hollywood studios and then i get to hang out for the whole day in Galaxy's Edge, um, which I did in, in California and Disneyland, and I, I really got to experience it firsthand, uh, back when it first opened in California when it was empty, like when that first happened. And, and I got a really good appreciation for what Galaxy's Edge is, so I would love to just spend a day in Galaxy's Edge riding that ride and just looking at all the details again. Uh, and then you know, maybe get a little a uh, little brew over at a baseline tap house, maybe a little eat at a at a what's that? Which, uh, sci-fi? I love sci. I love the burgers over at sci-fi. Heck yeah. So, I think I'm I'm gonna go I'm gonna go with that. And then you know, maybe you know, hang out in that, that Grand Avenue and cry a little bit because it's close to Christmas time and I miss the Osborne lights. <laughs> and then uh, go and rise of the resistance and be like, okay, this is why they t- tore down the Osborne lights. I'm okay with it.
2: Right on. I think it's, a, I haven't written it yet. Um, I was not fortunate enough to get my number called or whatever. Um, went on my last trip, but I, I am excited to try it and everything I've heard just sounds incredible and you've made it sound even better. Um, uh, my answer is different. It's, uh, living with the land. I, it's not exciting, but I, I just love the the atmosphere of it. I do like that it... I wish that it was still had the live uh, guides as opposed to the recording because it did vary more. But, uh, you know, Tim, you made a great point about how long uh, Safari is. Another good example is Living with the Land. It's a 20-minute ride. You, you just don't have to ride it as many times. But it's also... There's so many little tiny details. Uh, and... A lot of what you see changes based on what what the people are doing over the course of the day you know who are working on in the in the uh, greenhouses and i think that that's such a fun little thing and um i just love that ride i think it's one of the most underrated attractions at disney i've said it on the podcast before and i just love it so uh hey that wraps it up that wraps up the if uh, the sorry, if game just, sorry just uh, yeah
3: just a quick side note living with the land behind the seeds tour hidden gem and one of the best
1: bargains on property so good fantastic. it's Living such a the fun land tour is not that is not a ter- that is a fantastic answer oh, that is course. like
3: that
1: that is like quintessential epcot like the reason why i chose epcot as my park is like that that's epcot like that, that literally screams epcot when i when i take people to epcot for the first time that haven't been there um uh, they call that the boring ride i'm like yo you gotta ride it <laughs> You got it. It's part. Of, it's part of the culture, as they say. The culture.
2: Yeah, it, it. sort of is it's like. like a, it's it's a really quick way of getting people to understand the sort of the conceit of Epcot. The the yeah. the spirit of Epcot is really all about that education mixed with uh, visual imagery, and I just think it's such a such a, a cool ride. So hey, thanks for the validation. It makes me feel better. Um, and I couldn't agree more, Tim. I, I think that, that that tour is the best tour on property, maybe. Um, so that wraps up the if only guys, I really appreciate you uh, indulging me in my silly questions. Uh, it was a fun time. Um, do you guys have anything to plug any of your, your social feeds?
3: Uh, you can find me on Twitter at a uh, plane on uh, at plane underscore Tim. And you can find me on Facebook Uh, mostly yelling about probably the baseball playoffs coming up uh, (laughs) at Timotheus T
1: Firefly Mike? Uh, You can find me over on Instagram Twitter uh, at Ears of Happiness Uh, haven't been posting much lately just you know not much content We haven't been back to the parks in a while Um, you know haven't been staying on property a while so we we don't have much backlog of content but as soon as we start going back as soon as we start you know the regular routines things will start going back to normal uh with the with our content that we're going to be putting out so that's where you guys can find us
2: great uh you can find me at uh at beefy muchacho on instagram and at beefy disney on twitter and you can find most importantly the mickey dudes podcast on twitter at the mickey dudes and on instagram at the mickey dudes podcast and if you want You can leave us a review on iTunes. Uh, We'd really appreciate it. Five stars. Um, Hey, thanks for listening. Join us again next week. Until then, have a magical day.